A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Hero can be anyone, even a man doing something as simple and reassuring as putting a coat around a young boy's shoulders to let him know the world hadn't ended. Hey, Mr. Rogers. It's a beautiful day. On the gig then. Remember, you wanted this. Welcome to Screen Perspectives, a podcast produced by the Pittsburgh Film Office to share how people built successful careers in the screen industry, be it film, TV, or streaming. Screen Perspectives was born out of many conversations with industry professionals, sometimes over dinner, sometimes over drinks. And a lot of times driving around looking at the wonderful diversity of locations in the southwestern Pennsylvania region. Thousands of people make their living in the film TV streaming business, which is nationally an over $28 billion a year industry. Locally, it is responsible for over $150 million in new money to the southwestern Pennsylvania region's economy. There really is no direct pathway to success in this industry. It's a lot of hard work, networking, and you have to account for a little bit of luck to be successful. The Pittsburgh Film Office is excited to share these amazing individual stories with you so you can learn how they did it and determine your best path forward. Screen Perspectives is hosted by me, Kevin Smith, screenwriter and director of broadcasting at the University of Pittsburgh, and the incredible Don Keezer, director of the Pittsburgh Film Office. Our guest on today's podcast is Alex Scott, renowned producer, production manager, and cinematographer. Alex Scott has been a major part of award-winning features in the past decade, including Lady Bird, Django Unchained, The Revenant, Birdman, Bewitched, and filmed in the Pittsburgh region, Rusted. Through his work on these projects and more, he has had the opportunity to tackle unique sets and collaborate with memorable directors like Alejandro Inurito, Greta Gerwig, Quentin Tarantino, and George C. Wolfe. We were thrilled to have him recently in the Pittsburgh region during the filming of Rustin. As an executive producer, Alex and the talented director George C. Wolfe brought the story of civil rights activist Bayard Rustin to life. It's an Oscar caliber film, and it's available now on Netflix. Thank you for joining us. Perspectives, a conversation with the Pittsburgh Film Office and the amazing Kevin Smith from the University of Pittsburgh. Joining us today also is Isaiah Stewart and Jennifer Booker, both soon to be. By the time you've heard this, they're graduated from the University of Pittsburgh. So woo woo, we've got our caps and gowns in the place today. Very excited about that. Today's guest is Alex Scott, one of Pittsburgh's favorite producers of all time. And I don't just say that to everyone, Alex. Uh, our crew loves you. You're welcome back anytime you want to come. 
And we're thrilled you're here today to talk to us a little bit about your pathway to success in the film industry. You're too kind. Thank you so much for having me. Great to be here. Of course. So I, I promised Alex I only had a few easy questions for him. You know, the first was, how much did you love filming in Pittsburgh? That's a, that's a very easy one and, and an easy answer. Pittsburgh, uh, I've, I've filmed in Pittsburgh twice and had two really great experiences. You know, it, it's, a, it's a wonderful city with, you know, with like my kids still talk about Pittsburgh. <laughs> my six-year-old still talks about, <laughs> the, you know, the Children's Museum and the Science Center. Um, so, you know, we, we had a good time. We, we ate really well, uh, but it was also a, a really great place to make a movie, you know, and, and as a producer, we're always looking for great locations. And, and these days, you know, a great crew base uh, because we can't bring in everyone. Pittsburgh just has one of the most phenomenal crew bases um, that, that I've that I've worked with in in the U.S. It's really it's was it's been a pleasure to work with work there. Thank you. Go ahead, Kevin. I know you're itching. I, I know. Let's go. I'm like, I, <laughs> I, we don't often get superstars like Alex on, so I'm I'm all worked up here. So that being said, it's it's remarkable what you've achieved already. You're you're very young, and you've achieved a ridiculous amount. Um, my number one question is, as an EP um, and as a co-producer, what do you look for in a script or a project uh, that, because you just pick winners all the time for some reason, but what do you look for? Uh, th very kind of you. Mostly we just bury the ones that don't work, right? You know, the, <laughs> the, real, the bad movies I've made, we've all made them, uh, but the ones I've made, you know, hopefully never seen. Um, I really look for um, I look for a great script first and foremost, and and when I can be picky, I, I I am. I really try to to work on projects that that just jump off the page, that feel like something I either haven't seen or it's something that is just so compelling um, that that I that I really want to be a part of it. What else? What else? Another. I mean, great filmmakers. You know, th that's the other piece. Just knowing that. Um, someone with something really compelling to say or a point of view uh, that that is really interesting because you're going to have to work you're going to have to work so long and so hard on the project it takes so much of your life you're not going to see your kids for a little while uh, it, 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 you sure hope it's something great at the end of it so let's go back what was your first job in this industry my very first job I um, I began in kind of like the golden age of of unpaid labor in Hollywood when internships <laughs> were, were rife. It was before the big black swan lawsuit, which killed everything. And, you know, um, so yeah, so I came up in, um, uh, I, I was still in, I was actually still in college. Uh, I got, got in, managed to get an internship at this little company called Beacon Pictures, um, which was a, a production company based in Santa Monica they had made some some had some big success, like they made the movie Air Force One, um, but it was a you know boutique uh, production company, and I was wrote coverage and got coffee, you know, like all like in, like all interns, um, and in that production company, I uh, the, the at the time they were finishing a movie called Spy Game that Tony Scott directed, and uh, one day this group of people showed up and took over the conference room and man, they were fun, cool people. Like, oh, who, what do you guys do? I, you know, can I write coverage for you or get you coffee? <laughs> uh, and I happened to meet, you know, a, a 
couple of, of uh, people who, you know, become became friends and who I've worked for for years and years. Um, I met a, a producer named James Scotch Depole, um, who I actually worked with on The Revenant. And Jim took me under uh, his wing, helped me get another internship, set me up with the director, Tony Scott. And I interned for Tony for, for three years, all, all through college. Um, and when I got out, uh, uh, Jim was making a movie called uh, Bewitched, a Nora Ephron movie. Sadly, not not one of the, her, the better ones, but still. Um, and uh, uh, Jim hired me as a as a PA on that. That was my first kind of real out of college out of college job. Is that when you first got paid? Was it being a PA on Bewitched on the movie? Yeah, I worked during the summer okay. uh, before that, but but that was my first kind of real real job. Bewitched, bewitched, you've got me in your spell. Bewitched, bewitched. What was it that, what was the bug inside of you that said, I got to do this for the rest of my life? Uh, there's the, the energy of production. There's nothing like it. And uh, we all joke, it's like joining the circus. <laughs> you go off and join the circus and, and, you know, your family never sees you again. Uh, <laughs> that energy, the, the energy of working around really creative people who solve problems and, uh, and, and get things done. I mean, that was incredibly compelling. Still is. That's amazing. That's amazing. Don, Don if you, I have, you know, I can go Keep up and going. Around. We're okay, good. Great. I'm all happy because I, I have a million things to ask here. I know you do. But yeah. I mean, rarely do you get a, an Alex Scott. But wait, I'm going to add in though. You know, Tony was here, right? He was here on Unstoppable. Yes, I know. I know. I, I like love that movie and love what he and Janice Polly, the location manager. I mean, with what what they did in Pittsburgh. I, I love the movie. Yeah, I did, too. And he was great. I spent days in the car with him and, and we just had such a wonderful time. So talk about a filmmaker who will push literally every boundary. You know, there, there was the, they broke the mold. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is he was scouting and we were in the van, but he had to get there faster. So he was in a helicopter. And we landed on a little league baseball field. And it was like we were in the movie because all the kids had to go running from the baseball field because here comes the helicopter. We show up in the 15 passenger van and they're like, wow, who's here? And of course, they didn't recognize anybody. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 he will be missed. He was a great filmmaker. We had a good time with him. But, yeah. yeah. You needed to stunt Denzel for that one. Yeah, that, there you work. go. <laughs> Again, I, I want to go back to this. What are your film influences growing up? Because you have this incredible knack of just, like you said, yeah, we've had some clunkers. These films that you get involved with are remarkable. They're all Oscar winners, BAFTA winners. They're ridiculously great films. So wh what is your upbringing? What were your go-to films as a kid? And what, was your, what were your influences? I love that question. Uh, my... Dad loves movies, so I, I came up seeing a lot of movies. Seeing, but my my dad loves really commercial action movies and kind of like like a Tony Scott movie. You know, is is my dad loves Tony Scott movies. So I remember as a little kid, him taking me. I think um, uh, Crimson Tide was one of the you know first movies he took me to. In the <laughs> but I also I came up um, in this time where there were there were auteur directors, but auteur directors making really commercial movies I mean, Jurassic Park. I remember being like a mm -hmm. formative experience and, and 
you know, there was this whole wave of movies in the 90s and, and 2000s, Fincher, amazing auteur directors, but doing audacious, really commercial movies that, that then had a wide audience. Fight Club, you know. To believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars, but we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. We're very, very pissed off. So uh, I definitely, you know, my eyes were opened in that in that world, and and then um, an, another film that really changed my life. I I uh, it must have been in high school. I saw Amoris Peros, uh, and and that movie w was like opening opening my eyes. Oh, I love that. That's incredible. Like it's amazing how your journey. You're not sure what it is, but you, it ends up being what it should be. I'd assume. You, you certainly hope, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to know when you're starting out where to, where to go. It's, and it's interesting that it, the film, one of the things I love about the film industry is that it is no matter, look, names open doors. And, you know, uh, if you know someone, it always helps. But even if you know someone, even if you've gone to film school, even if you have a, a famous parent, you still start as a production assistant, yep. you know, everyone, almost everyone starts yep. there. Um, and, and you learn, you learn by doing, um, and I love that. I, I love that, that, you know, that you start there and, um, uh, and that you have to find your way and take those opportunities in front of you. That's a great, you know, that is great advice. And Don usually asks this question, but it, so I have two college kids sitting next to me. Well, they got less than 48 hours to be college kids. But that being said. <laughs> it's over. Welcome to adulthood. Yeah, we, honest to gosh. You heard about that PA thing, right? Aww. Yeah. <laughs> what, what would be your advice? So what would be your advice to these two sitting right here next to me, which is so unique that we actually have kids that, you know, when you're sitting there saying that, what would be your advice to them? Uh, about the about the film industry. Yes. Or you could give them life advice too, Alex. You know how to yeah, behave after graduation. You know whatever you want. But we'll go for both. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> I'll start. I'll start by saying on the eve of the writers' strike, guys, yeah. it's not too late to go to get a you know real job or a law degree or you know <laughs> it's not too late. Um, you know, it's it's definitely tough times in the in the business. Uh, we laugh, but you know, it's, there's been a, a market slowdown and, and, you know, we're in weird times. Um, however, you know, if you, if you really, if it's something you really want, you know, and you're really willing to work hard for it, uh, it's amazing. I, I, the life that we've been able to have, I feel incredibly, uh, lucky and blessed. Um, and the things we've gotten to do, it's, it, there's, there's nothing like it. It's a lot of work. You, you have to be ready to to, to work hard. And that's, that's what'll set you apart from the other people who are also starting out as production assistants who may have gone to other fancy schools and, and have fancy names, but it's that hard work, um, and really seeking out and, and using all the opportunities, you know, you gotta, tr you gotta open every door. You gotta try everything. Cause you may, you know, you don't know what'll work, you know, and that's something um, I kind of, I did accidentally in my career, but, but it's something I tell people, um, you don't, you know, pe so many people come into the industry thinking, I want to be this, I want to do that, but you don't really know until you see a set and see how it works, 
Maybe you get on the set and you really like what the prop department is doing because they're telling a story with objects and everything that they're handing to those actors has to be curated and correct and, and move the story forward. And there's a whole group of professionals who do that. Um, that's amazing. <laughs> you know, or, or the set decorator. Uh, you know, again, everyone, all the great film professionals that I've been lucky to work with, they're all great storytellers. They know how, how to use the objects or the, the look of the film or the clothes to, to tell the story and move it along. Um, and, you know, not everyone knows that, that that's what they want to do when they start out. So I really, I tell people to go in with an open mind and, and really try everything. Um, and even my job, I, I do my job better because I've done other things and I've, you know, location scouted and I, I have other things in my background and, and what you bring to the table is what makes you special. Boy, is that good advice. Do you have a question, Jen? I was actually curious, what did you study in college? Did you study film? Did you study <laughs> anything else? Uh, I actually was a, an English lit major. Um, I, I had a, a, an amazing <laughs> uncle uh, who, you know, who was very, he's actually, you know, I'm, I'm very thankful. He's the reason I got to go to the college I, I went to. And, and he was really, um, he was really insistent that I, you know, think about a liberal arts education and, uh, and, and I bought into it and, and look, it's, it's served me really well. And I think it's a great, it's an unbelievable background to come in, uh, knowing something else to bring something with you, you know, whether it's psychology or science or literature or philosophy, you're, you bring that to what you do. Um, and it, it helps you. I mean, anybody film school is great. Don't get me wrong. And, and it's, it's great to you know, learn your film history. Um, but it's also, you, the technology is changing so much, you know, don't, it's not good to get caught up in the cameras are going to be completely different in 10 years. You know, um, even in my, you know, short little career, you know, we, we started out, we were, everything was on 35 millimeter film. Now, you know, now it film is means something completely different. Um, so, you know, the, the more you bring uh, to the table in your background and the rich things that you've learned in school, I just think it makes you a, a, a better, more complete filmmaker. Where were you at school? I went to uh, Pomona College, which is a liberal arts school. There was a slight laughter because I'm a double majoring in English Lit and Film and Media Studies. So that's, Excellent. that's kind of what was happening there. Um, but your advice is amazing. Excellent. And it's really good to like take forward into the future. Um, did you have a question? Yeah, I had a question. I'm the youngest of four. So I'm the youngest. Uh, my sister graduated from Georgia Tech. My brother graduated from Rutgers. My sister graduated in Boston. And I'm about to graduate in two days. So um, what that taught me, like what I've learned is that, you know, change, uh, change be begins at the end of your comfort zone. And I'm learning that, you know, change is optional. No, change is inevitable, but growth is optional. And if you could change anything about any of the movies that you create, like produced, what would you change to make it better or if anything at all? You know, that's my question. Wow. That's a really good question. Uh, and, and congratulations to you and to your parents. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> the, the, I know. Four college like tuition. Four, yeah. yeah. That's where four mine went too. I was like, whoa, okay. Amazing. Your form, and his mother's amazing. I've met her and I'm just like, oh, that poor woman. <laughs> um, 
Bravo, though. Bravo. Oh, I mean, that's, she's that's, gonna have a party next week. No more college tuition. It's like woo woo. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing. Uh, no, it's a great question. I mean, I don't know if I know how to answer because the you know the part of the movie that that I that I that I really get to control and shape. It's it's a it's a it's a part of the po- the project. It's not everything. And I always I just I'm a a horrific. Um, I, I just I keep I always think about things after the fact. I I always look back and regret or oh, I wish I could have done this better or differently. So. It's it's I would have different answers on on every one of those movies. There's always there's always a way to improve. But I do like that. That's something that we can carry forward to the next one and figure out, Okay, well, how can we do this better? How can we uh, how can we adapt? You know, COVID and the pandemic and everything we went to was a really interesting microcosm or experiment (laughs) in in that because it forced everyone to adapt in real time to this thing we didn't even understand you know, it's, it's still and still some ways don't um so uh yeah i'm sorry that's t- t- terrible non-answer but uh, <laughs> but you know we, we always want to keep growing i actually i really like what you said about pushing outside of your comfort zone because i do think that's really important and if i'm not really terrified of of something i'm probably not pushing myself hard enough you know it's uh way of working where you learn everything on the job, you know, you're never going to know everything. You're always going to be learning and, and taking steps forward. And you have to keep doing that. If you, if you come at the project uh, saying, oh, I know that, or I can do it better. Well, maybe it's time to be doing something else. You've been listening to episode 14 of Screen Perspectives. Screen Perspectives is hosted by Don Keezer and Kevin Smith. Produced and engineered by Max Glider, Isaiah Stewart, and Jennifer Booker. Music by Isaiah Stewart. Special thanks to today's guest, Alex Scott, the Pittsburgh Film Office, and to the University of Pittsburgh. Screen Perspectives is a production of the Pittsburgh Film Office.